Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, based in the Lake of Panama. Today we're going to go through my battle with working in the kitchen. Um, I remember when I was younger, I, I, I loved the idea of baking. My best present ever was when I got an Easy Bake Oven. I baked until everything that went came with that oven was gone. That, that, that was the best gift I ever remember as a child. And then the following year, they got me the refills of the packets to bake. And it was, it was amazing. I was in seventh heaven, just, yeah. Um, but I don't remember my mom being very supportive of me baking in the kitchen at all. But um, I think she gave up on that when I was uh, 11 or 12. I used to bake the bread for the family. And I used to, uh, I had a cookbook I had, and I was going through every single recipe, making the cakes and the cookies and the pies and stuff. And it, it just gave me such a pure, pure joy. So I think the next thing, I was 18 and I worked for a uh, bridge repair, bridge repair pair crew in uh, British Columbia, Canada. So I would be on the trains, and the crew was called out for emergencies to fix the lines. And I uh, cooked uh, breakfast, lunch, and supper for the crew. So I think breakfast was 5.36. They had bre breakfast was supposed to be ready. And then they had to have a... a a soup salad and a main course meal for lunch. And then usually when they came in for lunch, uh, supper, which was the same uh, soup salad and uh, main course meal, was already started for supper. And it included all the baking and stuff like that. And for, for 18, I, I, did, I did pretty good. I did pretty good. Another job was... Um, I worked in the Northwest West Territories as a cook for a, a cat camp crew. So uh, in the winter, we went up, and they were making the roads for uh, seismic uh, drafting for where the oil and stuff was. So... We were so up, so far up north. There was uh, very few trees, and if so, they were like five or six feet tall. And when I went for my walk after making breakfast, on my return of the walk, there were lynx footprints in my uh, footprints from my walk. And during the day, I would open up my my uh, windows to my bedroom, and my bedroom was the cooler. And then at night, we'd close. So. I know what it's like to cook a, a large amount of food for a living. 
And I, I really, I enjoyed the fact that I could, but I really didn't enjoy um, making the money that I was making for the work that I was putting out. And uh, there was some appreciation, but, but I knew it wasn't what I was supposed to do. Not that, anyways. So I went on my way, and um, I had my family, uh, went back to school, and uh, became an equipment mechanic, and then fast-paced, 15 years later, decided that, that uh, I didn't want to go into work every day worried about whether I was going to electrocute myself. I did not like uh, some aspects of my, of my job, and working with electricity was that. But I loved other aspects. I was really good at uh, maintenance of my equipment. I was really good at keeping my equipment running. I was a very organized person. So then I did the three years in uh, Alberta, doing the farmer's markets and deciding that after three years I was going to pack my little life up and move to a foreign country and open up a gluten-free bakery. Now, when I came to Panama, I had two backpacks. I had the large one and I had the smaller one. And my life was on my back. And you don't realize how heavy your stuff is until you're carrying it day in and day out. So I traveled through Panama to investigate where would be the best possible place for me to open up my bakery. I spent a couple months in uh, Casco Viejo, the old section in Panama City. And uh, the people I met there were saying, this, this is the place. This is the place you should be at. You, you would do really good business. And then I went to uh, El Valle Anton. They own De Anton. And beautiful, beautiful place. If, if you ever come to uh, Panama, you should check it out. The orchids they have in that valley are out of this world. And that wasn't the, pla the place. Um, then I proceeded to go to uh, Pedasi. It's on the one of the most southern tips of um, Panama. And um, it has a lot of expats in there because I needed the expats or uh, North Americans to uh, survive. But in off-season, the, the streets roll up for the night, or for the season anyways. So then I went to Santa Catalina, and that uh, had a lot of uh, surf tra surfing traffic, but and tourism, and but not enough to support me. Beautiful place if you ever want to learn how to surf. And then um, we went uh, to... David, which is in Cherokee province in Panama and the uh, capital. And uh, I knew I was getting close. I saw uh, in that two months that I was there, I saw in the grocery stores that uh, 
gluten-free products were starting to come in. In uh, a six-month period, six-month to a year period here, it went from when you went to the stores, you would uh, maybe see one or two bags of gluten-free products in the special diet aisle. And after the six months to a year, in some stores there was a large row from top to bottom of, of gluten-free or allergy products. So it, I, I'm just getting here when the awareness of food allergies is coming out. And with these travels, I really wanted to get it going. I wanted to get the bakery going and get it started before I changed my mind. Because what if selling everything I owned for the last 40 years, giving up the business that I had in Canada and starting fresh and new in a foreign country where I didn't know anyone spoke the language or never visited before, setting up a business here, what if it was a mistake? What if I can't do this? And I just didn't want to visit that, that thought process. So maybe if I kept busy and I, I did it right away, then I wouldn't have to think of what my options would be. So, on the outside, I'm telling people, I just want to, I just want to get this bakery going. I know, I know this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. But the thing is, is that in Central America, things go a little bit slower than it does in North America. And I found out how much baking is a part of my life, like a appendage. Because the first two months that I was traveling through Panama, I didn't have my own kitchen. I was staying at hostels, and then you had access, but not to a great kitchen. And uh, I didn't realize how much cooking and baking was a part of my life, a part of my soul. I to not have a kitchen for two months was like someone had stabbed me. Uh, for something that I had been trying to avoid for so long, I, I, I had thrown myself into so many different avenues to, to be successful because I didn't want to tie my success in my life to, to baking. That's how I felt before I started the farmer's markets because I still had the mindset that that was something that from when I grew up of, of um, baking wasn't a skill. Baking that was something that women did, period. You were expected to be a bake baker. You were expected to cook your food, the family's food, that was something that was taken for granted. You were supposed to do that. And um, until I started the farmer's markets, I had avoided it. I had perfected it when I had to, but I had avoided it. I didn't want to do it for a living. So realizing that 
how much uh, being in the kitchen was a part of me. It 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 gave me it gives me so much joy. When I do my baking for the markets now, I uh, we have a separate kitchen set up. I uh, close the door, crank up the tunes, and have a, a an unbelievable day that flies by like nothing because um, I'm making something with my hands that I know is going to put a smile on somebody's face. So what I did essentially was for 20, 30 years, I ran away from my heart, something that gives so much joy to me. So when I finally got my appointment, uh, my appointment, my apartment in Boquete, uh, the first month I went uh, and took the bus down to uh, David, and I'd take my pack sack or I'd take my cart with on wheels, and I'd slowly outfit my kitchen one piece at a time, and. Uh, That was so joyous. Being able to find the tools that I wanted were that was that was great because uh, it's amazing how many stores you can go into, and when you see something that you need or want, you buy it. If if not, you buy two because you never know if you're going to see it again. It's a joke here. A lot of people buy something they see and then they clear the whole shelf off because it won't be back for another year or two. So here I am in the uh, apartment. We were in the downtown apartment at the time. My mom had moved down. And uh, I had my uh, visa for living here. And I had my work permit my work permit that never expires, something that they don't give out very often. I don't know. That, that, that to me was a sign that I was supposed to be doing what I was doing. And then I had my uh, health department uh, paperwork. Every year you have to check in, make sure you're healthy. So I'm ready to go. Uh, I s contacted the farmer's market in town here. And uh, I go every Tuesday. Well, actually, Mom goes every Tuesday now. And we sell our product. We have uh, a great following. And we have a fantastic reputation from having the bakery for almost two years. And I've accepted my skill. I'm meant to bake gluten-free. I meant to bake. That's, that's my purpose. That's, that gives me my joy. That, uh, and when you look, when I look at it as a gift that I can give other people, I, I feel so blessed, so blessed. So, when people ask me what I do, I proudly say I'm a gluten-free baker. And they go, oh. And I don't care because I am very proud 
to be able to provide for people that can't. And my mission in the long run is to teach as many people as possible to do it for themselves so that they can teach their family members and then they can teach their family members. So it'll eventually get to the point that everyone can eat fantastic gluten-free food. So my name's Colleen Hunt, Gluten-Free Gold, based in Delago, Panama. Thank you for listening.